0: PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Thank you for joining us and supporting these PDPW podcasts, where this week we take a look at our expectations in life. As we hear from Hank Wagner, we have many expectations every day, and sometimes they can get the better of us when we expect more than what's realistic. Here's Hank's message this week, titled, What Are You Looking Forward To Tomorrow? Well, I'm really excited about today. I'm expecting something to happen out of this podcast, and that's actually what I want to talk to you about, expecting. So I want to begin with a question. The question is, what are you looking forward to tomorrow? Please think about that question. And maybe for some of you, it's a, it's a vacation that you've been planning for years or, or a a wedding of a family member, or some exciting event. But what if it's not? What if there is no really big event? Are you still looking forward to tomorrow? And if so, what is it that's bringing anticipation, excitement, or expectation? Now, I know you've probably all heard the statement that yesterday is gone, and our tomorrows never come. Therefore, it's not worth thinking about yesterday or tomorrow, that it's only today that matters. And I I guess that's, in my opinion, that's partially true. Today really does matter. However, our yesterdays are still important. There's great memories often attached to our yesterdays. But also, our yesterdays give us valuable opportunity to change something. We can change our today's are our expectations of our tomorrows based on something that happened to us in our past, in our yesterday. We can use yesterday's to make a better tomorrow. So what about tomorrows? I guess it's kind of true that tomorrow never comes. And yet, that's also not true at all because our tomorrows turn into our today's. The things that we are looking forward to have high expectations for in our tomorrow usually moves to today. So, what were you looking forward to yesterday? What was your expectation yesterday of today? What are you expecting today? I think it's really important to think about that because if we have expectations, it's likely that we're going to get return on those expectations. And the higher the expectation, usually the more likely the return, the bigger the reward, the more bountiful the fruit. So today... What are your expectations? Are you expecting to see good in another person? In at least one other person? Are you expecting to see the good in them? If you're expecting to see good in other people, you're going to find it. You're going to see it. If you're expecting failure or disappointment to be let down by other people, that's what you're going to notice. That's what you're going to see. Are you expecting to be blessed? Are you expecting something good to happen to you today? Now, there's some people who will say, well, I, I, I guess I would like that to happen. Wait a minute. I didn't say, would you like it to happen? I said, are you expecting it? Because if you're expecting it, you're going to be looking for it. You're going to be waiting for it. And the likelihood of you seeing it when it comes is very high. Are you expecting to learn something today? If you learn something every day, even if it's something small, think about what will happen at the end of a year. Are you expecting to laugh today? Are you expecting to make another person laugh? Are you expecting to make a difference for another person today? Either through some encouraging words or a gift or an action. Are you expecting to, to go to a class and learn something? Are you going to sit in the front row with your book open, hungry to learn? Are you expecting quality time with the people that you interact with today? Are you expecting positivity? I talked to someone recently, and, then they, and they said a good test To measure where you stand on positivity is to think about when you drive through town, what do you notice or what do you count? Do you count all of the red stoplights that you have to stop at? Or do you count the green stoplights that allow you to continue going through? What are your expectations of today? Now, I'll also say that when we pay for something, our expectation dramatically increases. For example, if I send you to a gas station to get gas and you pull up at the pump and you realize that you forgot your purse or your wallet, are you expecting gas out of that pump? No, you're going to be frustrated at yourself for forgetting it, and you're going to go back home. But what if you went to that gas station, you went inside, and you prepaid for $50 of gas, you went back out to the pump, and it would not deliver? Are you going to say, well, okay, I guess I'm frustrated, disappointed, but no gas today, and are you going to leave? Likely not. You're going to go back into that that attendant, and you're going to say, look, I paid $50, and I did not get $50 of gas you're probably not going to leave until you either get the gas or your money back. What if you invest in a vehicle? If you pay $500 for a vehicle, your expectations of that vehicle are pretty low. Versus if you spend $50,000 on a brand new vehicle. If there's one tiny little thing wrong with it, you're going to go right back to the dealer and make sure everything is just right. Because of what you spent because of what you paid for that vehicle. The same is true when you invest into something. If you take $100 to the bank and you decide to invest it, at 1% interest you're going to get $1. At the end of that year you're going to get $1 for your investment. What if you leave a million dollars at that bank? Are your expectations higher for a return? 1% on a million dollars is $10,000. I think the same thing happens when we invest in people. Our children, we put a lot of time and effort into our children, and therefore we have greater expectations. But I also think we need to be really careful when we start to talk about expectations in people. Sometimes we see parents who are trying to live their own lives through their children. They're expecting their children to live out and to do things that they wish they would have done when they were a student. Or sometimes we get caught up into expecting other people to be exactly like us. I don't think that's Right. I think our expectation should be a belief in them, a strong belief in them and who they are. And we should understand at a deeper level their expectations or what's possible for them. And how can we do that? Ask. Engage in communication. Our daughter was a coach, still is a coach. She loves basketball, but she loves making a difference in the lives of those kids that she's coaching. She's got expectations for them. Probably expectations that are much higher than their own expectations of themselves because she believes in them and she knows that they can do way more than what they're currently doing. Hopefully us as employers, our expectations of the people that we hire go far beyond just expecting them to do the work or to show up. Hopefully we believe in them and and our expectations are to have a positive influence, have them be better off because they're working at our company or at our business. However, when it comes to expectations and people, I think we need to be really careful because the most important place to focus expectations on is ourselves. Because whoever we are, whatever we are, that's what's going to come out from us. So our expectations should be high for ourselves. And that then automatically overflows onto other people. Let me give you an example. If we're really positive, what are we going to attract? More positivity. More positive people. If we're negative... We shouldn't expect positive people to swarm towards us or to love being around us. So if there's something that we want to have more of, if our expectation is to have more positivity in our life, rather than focus on other people, we need to be that positive person ourselves first. Being thankful. If we want to have more thankfulness in our life, if we want to be around thankful people, if we want to attract thankful people, we've got to become a really thankful person first. If we want more laughter and more happiness and more joy and more smiles, then we should expect to be that person ourselves. I'm going to leave you with a story and then I'm going to give you a gift. When someone asks me what am I looking forward to tomorrow, one of the things that rises to the top of my list really quickly is a dad-daughter hug. When I grew up, I was not a hugging person. I was not a happy, joyful, thankful person. I was a child who was depressed, discouraged, angry, negative, And quite honestly, happy, thankful, smiling people annoyed me. So, you guessed it. I didn't attract many of the people that I needed most in my life. Until one day my expectations changed. A couple of really special people helped me understand the value of giving heartfelt, sincere hugs. And it was a piece of the puzzle of the changed expectations that I had out of my own life. And many years ago, my daughter and I came to an agreement. We decided part of our expectations that thankfully our daughter works at our farm. She's here almost every day. So the first thing that happens every single time she comes through the doorway is there's a somewhat longer-than-normal, sincere, heartfelt dad-daughter hug. And I look forward to that every single day. It's already happened today, and I'm already looking forward to tomorrow's. There's something special or significant that happens. When there's a heartfelt, sincere, loving hug between two people. And I understand. Because of our world today, it's tough to implement a culture of hugging in our businesses. But why can't it be in our families? Why can't it be in those important relationships close to us? What are we expecting? Tomorrow? What are we looking forward to tomorrow? What are we expecting out of today? So, I want to leave you with this. It's going to be hard for you to do if you're driving. Please don't attempt this while you are driving. If you're driving, pull over or follow through on this exercise when you have the first opportunity. Those of you who are not driving, I ask you to stop what you're doing. Pause. Focus on what I'm going to tell you because I'm going to give you something. Something special, something significant. Here's what I want you to do I want you to take your right hand. I want you to put it across to your shoulder to the other side, to your left shoulder. Put it onto your left shoulder and hold it there. Leave it there. And I want you to take your left hand. Move it across your stomach, over to your right side, just below your right arm. Your arm should be crossed, crossed your body at this point in time. Now I want you to squeeze really hard. And hold it for a a small amount of time. What you just received is a long distance hug. It's no joke. It's real. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what your education level is. But it does not matter. If you're an extremely high-paid CEO or if you're an inmate in a prison, you are worthy of a sincere, loving caring hug and you just received one from hank wagner our thanks to hank wagner for sharing this week on the pdpw podcast and a big thank you to you for supporting the professional dairy producers and if you'd like to hear previous podcasts simply go to pdpw.org again thank you for your support and have a great week